3: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. It's a brand new year. I think they put the digits on this year 2023. 2023. How many times you've written that already, right? 2023. You know, 2020 uh, is behind us i suppose supposed to have good vision, but 2023, uh, interesting year, interesting year, interesting opportunity, uh, and that's really what we want to talk about today, uh, and I wanted you to leave this show with uh, the concept in your head of Hopi New Year. No, I didn't say Happy New Year, because happy is a state of mind. Happy is a momentary place. Happy is a temporal, uh, I don't even know if I'd call it destination. It might be a uh, pit stop, if you will. But it is interesting, what is the outcome of your life? Is really the outcome of your life to be happy? Boy, uh, you need to take a look at that, because I think a lot of you are. And I think you might be missing the mark. Uh, Jesus, when he walked this planet, his outcome wasn't happy. His outcome was Hopi. Did you hear that? It wasn't happy, it was hopey. Right? And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know with the new year uh, upon us, right? Today I wanna focus on the quote new year with new being the key component here. It's a new year, absolutely, which means new beginnings, which means new chances and opportunities, which means potentially a new you. And today is about looking forward, about hope. And then uh, that's why I said I really want to encourage you uh, that when we're done here today, you start uh, wishing people hope new year. That's what it's really about. But, you know, uh, it doesn't just happen. None of this stuff just happens. You got to realize age just happens. Decay just happens. Uh, numbness just happens. Uh, things dying just happens. The day we're born, we're one day closer to death. That's not discouraging. That's not Depressive it's called factual follow the science. It's called a promise is a promise A facts A fact Now if you want to feel bad about that, you don't need to Because the only way you can feel bad about that is to think that this life is all there is If you think that this life is all there is if you think like Joel Osteen that this is your best life now Then the only thing you got to go for is happy but if you know that this is temporal, if you know that there's a brighter tomorrow, if you know uh, that this world, this experience that we're all going through right now is nothing more than a practice ground, is nothing more than a laboratory, is nothing more than minor league ball, that's all this is. This is minor league ball. It's getting us ready for the the game, the real game. Oh yeah, it's exciting. And so uh, today, I want you to be hopeful. Now, hope uh, is a focus. Hope is a destination. Hope is a plan. What about that, right? Uh, I love the the stat, and I tell the story all the time. I used to tell it when I was in the financial services realm. If you lined up 100 people, all age 25, and asked a simple question, you would get, a familiar answer for most of them, if not all 100. And here's the question. In 40 years, by the time you're 65, will you be successful? And each person responded affirmatively. Yep, absolutely going to be. So 100 people, all age 25, all believe they're going to be successful. If you ask any one of them, if they want to be success, they would tell you they did, they'd be eager towards life, a certain sparkle in their eye, an erectness to their carriage, right? Life seems pretty interesting adventure when you're 25 years old, right? But now let's fast forward 40 years and go through the undulating line of life. The ups and downs, the disappointments, the, uh, expectations, some that were met, most that were not met. The, uh, uh, the disappointment of not meeting, uh, getting what you wanted. Uh, and then the pain. Life is a lot of pain. We have growing pains, we have separation pains, we have marriage pains, we have divorce pains, we have uh, pains in our later life, we have groaning pains of a body that's deteriorating, right? All that stuff. And so now fast forward 40 years, now all these people are 65 years old. You ready for this? And no, this is not a Dave Ramsey commercial. (laughs) By the time they're 65, only one will be Rich, what you define as rich. Money to do whatever they want. Four will be financially independent. Forty-one will still be working. And 54 will be dead or dead broke, dependent on others for life's necessities. And why so many fail? Because people don't plan to fail they fail to plan. And so we got a new year in front of us. Everything is new. It's what uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says in Christ, it's all new. The old is washed away. And see, it's nothing more than a mindset. And today I'm going to suggest that there are certain things that we need and a matter of fact, I'm going to suggest that there's four things that we need as we move into the new year. If we want to have a good new year, if we want to have a happy new year, if we want to have a hopeful new year, if we want to have a hopey new year. But you got to decide. See, this thing called attitude's interesting. In class, I have people go through and list out all the great leadership characteristics, all the... The wonderful things they love about people and their lives. And and they identify all these characteristics. All these things that they love. And then I have them separate them out and say, is this a skill or is this an attitude? Is this a skill or is this an attitude? And then uh, uh, early on, a lot of people say, well, they could be both. They said, no, you can't do that. Stop that. You're not a politician. Pick. Right or wrong, good or bad. Just pick a side. Is that a skill or attitude? And most of the things they listed, just qualities that they admire in people that have impacted their life, they will say are attitudes. And then the big question is, what is attitude? If it's so flippant important, shouldn't we know what it is? See, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts, it is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think, or say, or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home, a year. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the future. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. However, the one string we do have that we can play on is that string called our attitude. And then Charles Swindoll went on to say, I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And so today, I'm going to suggest that we've got, you've got to don the attitude. you got to you put, your, put, your, put your face on. Right? You gotta, you gotta put your head on. You gotta, you gotta p- adopt the mind. Right? You gotta adopt the right heart. You gotta adopt the right focus. That's why today we're gonna wish you a Hopi New Year, because I wanna equip you mentally, psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually to put yourself in the right place so you can have a Hopi New Year. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
2: Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. During the pandemic, they closed our churches down.
2: Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope.
0: See the new documentary, Super Spreader, how a stand against religious tyranny brought hope to a country in crisis. Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. Here's a move of God. It's going to change America. Watch Super Spreader. Available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's only one
2: option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number
3: three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters, and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar to finish what you started As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and it's done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25, Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you are ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at (laughs) likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. It's a new year, and uh, I was talking with my producers uh, at the break, and, uh, you know, it's uh, still got a little holiday brain, and uh, I'm still in that holiday mode. Uh, I really will be in there for another week to ten days. Uh, you know, what I'm doing now is... a People reach out to me, and uh, when I'm done here off the radio, I'll drive an hour. I got a a graduate whose dad uh, lost his wife uh, and really lost all hope. Um, basically, his whole belief in God has been destroyed. His uh, he's at his last years in life, and he has no reason to get out of bed. He has nightmares of demons chasing him. Uh, he's bitter towards God, bitter towards life, helpless and hopeless. Uh, And that's where I'll be heading out. Uh, When I'm done here, I'll drive an hour uh, to see if I can help this gentleman out. Uh, And then after that, I'll drive back home. And then two of our graduates uh, doing some, uh, you know, they're not married, but we call it marriage counseling. Uh, And uh, again, these are people that uh, they give me money. They'll donate to our 501C3, but uh, I help people. Uh, and this is basically what I do. I'll do my radio shows, uh, I'll get, uh, starting to, uh, synchronize, uh, or sh- should say, uh, syndicate my, uh, radio show. So I'm gonna start, uh, putting it on the satellite and, uh, start emailing radio stations, program directors, say, hey, if you're looking for a good programming, uh, to fill in some of your unpaid for spots or time, here I am. So really until, uh, January 19th, when is my next class, uh. That's what I'll be doing, kind of getting ready, getting focused. But a lot of it's going to be talking to you guys, counseling, coaching. This is what I do in my work as a life caddy, right? I'm a life caddy. It's If you think about the, uh, the comparison, when you're playing golf to have a caddy, if you're a professional golfer, a caddy is just another set of eyes. A caddy carries your clubs. A, a caddy allows a golfer to play focus on his game or her game. See, so that's what a caddy does, takes care of the clubs, takes care of getting it. It's kind of like a, a scrub nurse. You know, a scrub nurse. I was a scrub nurse in the Army, and the surgeon was the one that did all the work. The surgeon was the one that had the liability. The surgeon was the one that made half a million dollars. The surgeon was the one that drove around the Mercedes. The surgeon was a one that, that lived in a million-dollar household. The surgeon was the one that had the, the hot spouse and the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence. But it was the surgeon's assistant who handed him all the instruments. It was the surgeon's assistant, the scrub nurse, who set up the sterile field. It was the surgeon's assistant who made sure when the the surgeon was done that was cleaning up the sterile field. It was the surgeon's assistant that allowed the surgeon to do what he did, and then when the surgeon was done to clean up everything and make sure it was all back where it was supposed to go. That is kind of really what a life caddy does. That's what I do. I walk with people. Sometimes we're setting goals, Uh, sometimes we're working on vision, sometimes we're dealing with trauma or drama, sometimes we're dealing with some counseling issues, some people issues, relational issues, Uh, sometimes we're just having fun and working on being a better us. But that's what I do, and that's what I'll be doing until January 19th, and really my New Year really kicks in that week when we get to the fifteenth or whatever it is that monday uh, that 's when i 'll be back in work but uh, listen, what I want to do today is just encourage you that uh, we got a new year upon us, uh, and the key is is what are you going to do about it? See, we were made to create this is where I go back you got to have a standard you know we talk about this all the time. My standard is the Bible. Okay, maybe you you don't believe like I do. That's okay. I have a lot of people who I even call friend who don't, we don't uh, share a lot of agreements. I had a friend I used to have. We're no longer friends because his fiance is going to take him for every dollar, and I don't like her, and she doesn't like me, and so she caused him to end the relationship. But, uh, you know, uh, he goes to church every Sunday to check the box, but he doesn't have a real intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. But he does his spiritual stuff. You know, he calls it his spiritual work, his spiritual checkbox. And nothing wrong with that. That's how most people are. Uh, but that's not a standard. He doesn't use the Bible as a standard. He does what he wants. He, you know, comes and goes to his fiancée. They're not married. He believes what he wants in the Bible, you know. Uh, he And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. That's how most people live. I lived that way for 50 years. But... You can't do that. There's something, lots of things you can do in the first quarter of an NFL game that if you do it in the fourth quarter, it'll cost you the game. There's a lot of things you can do five minutes before a halftime in an NFL game that even if you screw up, you still got a chance to fix it. But if you make those same mistakes within the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter, it'll cost you the game, which might cost you the playoffs, which might cost you the championship. Now, you do know I'm not talking about football, right? I'm talking about your life. Talk about your life. And so I'm telling you right now, there are four things that you're going to need. Four things that you're going to need to make 2023 the year that you can look back and be proud upon. But first, you've got to get emotionally involved. See, anything important that happens to us arouse emotion. And this gentleman I'm going to go visit, you know, an hour after from off the show. You know, he's probably in his late 50s like me, probably about my same age, maybe even a little couple years older. Watched a wife slowly die, painfully die, which made him question God, which made him question his his belief system in that God. And then when you go back and look, that God's only been a token part of our lives anyways. Not the main part, not the driving part, just a window dressing, some curtains in the window, some nice rims on our car, makes it look better. It's not more functional. It's not going to save your life. Got my point? That's how a lot of people live in their lives. And so, first of all, we've got to decide, Are right, going to be emotionally involved. Life's an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, highs and lows. Are you willing to get emotional with yourself? Are you willing to get emotionally involved? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not willing to get emotionally involved, then is it really worth at all even listening to an hour radio show? Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus wept a lot. He's not a man of sorrows. That's what Isaiah 53 calls Jesus. Not the man of gaffa, not the man of happiness, not the man of shaken boots. The man of, man of sorrow. It is in that pain that we really can find a purpose. It is in that pain that pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. It is that pain that we get understanding and empathy. It is in that pain that we look at another person hurting and saying, I know what that pain is like, and I don't want anybody to feel that pain. And so first of all, to get emotionally involved, you've got to decide, why are you here? What's your purpose? Why do you get up? What are you here? Are you here? Shaking hands with those dying? Or are you grabbing hold of people dying and rescue them? You know the story, right? A boy and his dad were at church. It was a little artsy show going on at church. There was artwork everywhere and people were kind of mingling in and out, floating around, looking at pretty artwork. If you've ever been to a big church, you know what I'm talking about somehow this boy and his dad as they were floating around looking at stuff and all the activities in church, somehow they got separated. So the dad said, wow, where'd my son go? It wasn't panic, it was church, place he knew, son was familiar with it. So he started looking around as he was looking at the art, but really his primary thing was to find his son, but it wasn't in a panic. Eventually he saw his son a little distance away and saw him standing before a picture hanging on the wall and he was just from the distance kind of scanning the room just make sure everything was okay seeing what's going on and he he watched as his boy really didn't move at all he stood there for the whole time he was scanning the room stood there and his gaze stayed fixed on the painting and so as, as the 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 father slowly approached behind the boy just to see what was the gaze what was the boy's gaze fixed upon so the father approached the boy from behind and and he stood behind the boy to kind of fixate himself in the same position to see what was the boy looking at. And what he realized, this boy was gazing at this painting. It was a painting of a, a whole bunch of people in the water. And in the middle of the painting, there was this, this uh, vessel carrying many people. And you could see it had capsized. In the distance, you could see it turned upside down uh, halfway in the water, halfway out, out of the water. And, and then you can see closer up this this vessel with a couple people and a guy standing up. And in the water, there there was this lifeboat with a man inside the boat, leaning over the boat, sticking his hand out to another person in the water. And that was where the snapshot in time was. There was a person in the water leaning his hand up to the man in the boat. Their hands were almost touching. And the boy stood there looking at this picture. And the father stood behind the son in, in, in silence. And finally And His father uh, uh, finally spoke to the boy and asked him what he was doing. I was looking for you. I didn't know where you went, and I've seen you standing in front of this picture. And the son responded with a simple question as he continued to gaze at the picture. He said, Daddy, is that man trying to save those people? Or is he just shaking hands with them? That's a great question as we get ready to go to break. Are we wanting to save people, or are we just shaking hands with people? That's a great question for 2023. What is the overall purpose of your year? When you get to this time a year from now, how will you know if 2023 was good at all? We'll be back after these messages.
2: To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net.
0: Hi, I'm Cole with The Kingdom Builders, where we specialize in roof replacement and gutters. Hold on a second, Cole. What did you just say? I said we specialize in roof replacement and gutters. Cole, it's pronounced roof. Roof, roof. I've heard it both ways. What do you think? Reach out to me at cole at thekingdombuilders.com cole at thekingdombuilders.com with your thoughts on roof or roof. Cole,
1: just go ask your dog. Hey, is this thing on? Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Did you know we've been on this great radio station for eight years now? It's been a privilege to talk with you over the airwaves. Since our business is centered around the Lord Jesus, we try to reflect that on what we say Recently, we uploaded all the radio ads we've ever recorded onto our website. If you want to reminisce about the past with us, feel free to check it out. You can look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
0: Hey, can we
3: get that backhoe
1: over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, Books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, Workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters. I am the black man, and today I'm wishing you a Hopi New Year. I'd like to say I'm commanding you a Hopi New Year, but wishing is all I can do. You know, uh, we need to be in control of our own lives. You know, it is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. Uh, and we're all going to be judged. And so at some point, our life's going to be accountable. See, that's what's nice about the holidays. We get to slow down. We get to reflect. Uh, we get to consider things. That's why we, why do you think the uh, Christmas Carol such a great, great Christmas uh, tradition? Uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies is Scrooged. You know, you got the ghost of Christmas past. You got the ghost of Christmas present. And you got the ghost of Christmas future. And really, you know, we take the look at the past at first, and you see this lovely, fun-loving uh, Ebenezer. But we see that Ebenezer gets hurt. He gets his heart broken. He gets uh, a toyless Christmas. He something tragic happens. Something traumatic happens. Which then, there's so much pain, and he cries. I don't want to be here anymore. Take me back. He's buried that pain. Forgot about it. And then we kind of get visited by the Christmas present. And you really see that he's a, why he's so bah humbug. And why he's so bitter. And now how it's all showing up based on some pain and hurt from the past. And then the scary one, right? Is the ghost of Christmas future. Because it's important for man to die one time. And then comes the judgment. And so I'm gonna tell you, there are four things that you need to make sure that 2023 is the year of impact, the year of significance, the year of making a difference. And even though it's not my list, I'm just gonna be honest with you, you need some courage, man. You're gonna need a lot of courage. And Teddy Roosevelt's quote on courage is probably one of the best I've ever saw. see, it is courage that truly develops the character And he said, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again Who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause. Who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement. And who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory it's going to take courage we got a world that is going so woke it's woking its way to hell just woke on down woke on down the road we gonna woke on down woke on down the road it's going to take a lot of courage and i'm not just talking about strength It's one thing to be physically strong, it's one thing to have a lot of crap put on you, but it's another thing to have emotional fortitude, intestinal fortitude. And that's the real strength that we call courage. You see, it takes strength to be firm, but it takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer, but it takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain, but it takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in, but it takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain, but... There's your big but. Each time I keep throwing in the big but for you. But... It takes courage to feel your own pain. It takes strength to endure abuse, but... It takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone, but... It takes courage to lean on another. It takes strength to love, but... It takes courage to be loved. It takes strength to survive. But it takes courage to live. And ladies and gentlemen, I think it's fair to say this on the radio. You got to be smarter than an ass. And I'm talking about a donkey, just so you know. You know, there's is about a uh, a man in a village he had two problems. Well, he had a lot of problems, but two based on the story. Number one, he had a well that had been dried up for years. And it was a hazard, it was a danger. There's children in the village. And at some point, some child might be playing around and fall in that well and be in trouble. That was his first problem. But he had a second problem. He had a blind and stupid ass. I'm talking about a, a mule, a donkey. Just want to make sure we're clear on that, John. (laughs) We're not talking about the butt anymore. (laughs) And so one day, this stupid, blind, old ass fell into the well. Now, the old man didn't know it, but all of a sudden, he heard all this braying and this commotion, and he hadn't heard so much commotion in a long time, and he goes out, he's looking for his ass. Uh, and he can't find his ass anywhere. His ass fell in the well. (laughs) So now he has an ass in the well. And now he's like, what do I do? I don't want my ass and I don't want my well. And now I got my ass in my well and I don't want either one. Anybody know what that 2022 was like? And if you don't do something different, 2023 is going to be the same thing about an ass in a well. And so what he did is he thought about this. How can I kill these two birds with one stone? Nothing personal, Peter people. And so he got a few of the village people, and and not the YMCA ones, the dudes in the village, those ones. And they all got shovels. And they each dig up a a shovel full of dirt and throw it in the well. And you could hear that, that thick clump of dirt pound. On that ass's back, and each time that, that ass didn't know what to do, it's just an ass, and so what it decided it was going to do, it was going to survive and so every time that ass got a big old pile of, of dirt on its back, that stupid creature shook it off, and as he shook off all that dirty, slowly was increasing the, the 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 floor, it would be adding to the floor. And so each time he'd get this big old pile of sand on his back, dirt on his back, he'd shake it off. And then he'd buckle his knees a little bit and he'd step up. Pile after pile of dirt would come in there and hit this donkey in his ass. And his ass would just shake shake it off and step up. He'd shake it off and step up. He'd shake it off and step up. And what do you know? After a while... The dirt had risen up, and the ground was now at the top of the well. And so was the donkey. The ass had made it out. And so the ass just stepped over the brim of the well and ran away. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what 2023 is going to throw at you. I don't know if it's going to be piling on your back. I don't know if you're going to knocked on your butt But I do know this, you can be as smart as an ass and shake it off and step up. Shake it off and step up. See, my standard is the Word of God. And I'm going to tell you, this is the new beginning. It's New Year's. For a lot of people, it's the first day of work in the new year. For most kids they aren't even back at school yet, my kids start school Tomorrow. So it's uh we call this a new beginning, right? And so there was a book about new beginnings. As a matter of fact, in the Bible there's a couple different places where it says in the beginning. And sometimes it was talking about in the beginning of man, sometimes it was talking about the beginning of a person's life, sometimes they were talking about in the beginning of all will outside the wills of God. You know, when did time begin? God's pre existent. And so time began, I believe, when there's more than one will. So let's go to Genesis one. God said, in the beginning, that's the real beginning. That's when there was just God and nothing else. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so I always tell people, stop. Our first introduction to God, our creator, is as creator. God created. And then you drop down 25 verses. And then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Do you hear that? God said, we're going to make man in our image, in the God class. They will be imagers of God. We will give them free will. We will allow him to make choices, and then we will come down in those choices. And for those who are ours, we will use those choices to bring us glory and them good. And so you got to realize, what are you going to do? You're going to create. It's time to create. You're going to create something in 2023. And I'm going to tell you right now, what you need is you need to make uh, 2023 a 4D year. And we're going to talk about that. We've seen a movie technology when I was growing up. They had 3D. And then now they have these things called 4D. And I'm going to suggest that what you need to make 2023 a year of significance. To make 2023 a hopey year. To make 2023 a year that makes an impact. I'm going to suggest that you need to make your life 4D. And you are at a beginning. And you are the creator of that life. So after the break, let me break down and tell you how to do it. We'll be right back.
2: Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
1: Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a very memorable travel opportunity. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel next October for the Stand With Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we tour Israel and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
3: This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters, and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar to finish what you started As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you are ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at (laughs) likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and you are back. And yes... Uh, we always accept your money. I, I had someone text me, hey, you guys still taking donations? Of course, we're a 501c3. We take donations year round. Uh, so you can go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit and you can donate there. And again, we want to help. You know, there's a pandemic hitting this country called mental health, poor mental health. Uh, the psychological warfare this week, we'll probably be talking about fifth-generation warfare. You don't even realize it's going on. It's the worst type. It's the manipulation. It's uh, what's going on in your unconscious brain, and you're not even aware of it. It's just like on your phones, the black screen, where if you watch it, a lot of people can be watching you with your phone on, with your black screen. Even though you can't see anything, it looks like it's an on-off, it's an access. I mean, I know no one wants to believe it, right? No one can see you. Do you realize uh, this was about five years ago? That in a, in a single day, that there's about, you get about 24 images of you taken as you walk around, travel. Around. If you don't ever leave your house, maybe not. But they still have ways to get that with all your uh, uh, devices. So, you know, it's just what it is. And, you know, I love a good movie. Uh, and when I was growing up, there was 3D. You know, 3D adds the dimensions, right? You got width and, t- you know, all these dimensions. 3D has three dimensions. And something called 4D was a, another level. You know, 3-D made it look dimensional to where it looked like it wasn't just a flat screen. It was wider. But when they came out with 4-D, 4-D, I'll never forget when a Disney World, um, they come out with The Bugs Life. My little daughter, Faith, she was... a. Uh, I don't know, four or five, maybe three younger and so they just done the uh the Bugs Life and it was a little film, uh it was in that big tree of life thing. Uh and it was four D. It was in a theater, four D and so they trump lights and so cool, you put the glasses on. Here's my little two, three year old daughter with me, Faith, and the bugs flying around. You can see it uh in three D and it's flying around, things are flying. It's really cool and you're but oh how pretty. Oh, it's right there in front of you, reaching out like a touch it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, this bug, it looks like a flying stink bug. It makes eye contact. It looks like it's right in front of you, like almost nose to nose with you. It turns around and make eye contact. It look, gets a look in its eye like it's mad. And all of a sudden, it turns around, and now it's got its big old butt, you know, like the stinger, that big old abdomen kind of bouncing around, uh, and it's mad at you. And so it's getting ready to spoof this stuff at you, you know, this poison or something just toxic, and it's going to spit it on you. And so you know as you're looking at all that. And then he does it, spits it out, and you see this stuff flying at you. But here's the difference. It was 4D, not just 3D. And so they had these little um, air things uh, in the seats. And so as this thing shoots the stuff and we're seeing it coming at us, this big old air, uh, pocket air, poof, right in your face, poof, and not expecting it. My daughter, Faith, started screaming. I mean... Bone-wrenching screaming, blood-curdling screaming, and she would not stop freaking out. Now, I'm holding her. I'm working to get out of this theater, and you know how the jam-packed, I'm stumbling over people. It's pitch black, uh, and she is screaming at the top of her lungs. Oh, it was like the longest 45, 65 seconds I've ever had in my life. 4D makes it real. I remember the, the Saw, you know, Saw 1, Saw 2, Saw 3, and then they had Saw 4. And I heard that what was so cool about Saw 4 was it's 4D. And I'm thinking, isn't the movie Saw where they catch someone and they torture them and they saw them up? Or something? I've never seen it. I wouldn't put that stuff in my head. And so let me get this straight. So Saw 4 is that same type of experience, but now it's like it's being done to you because that's what 4D. 4D is to make it realistic. 4D is to make it like it's there. It puts you into that, like it's part of your dimension. It's, and matter of fact, I got this on the website here. 4DX is a state of the art film technology. It delivers an immersive, multi sensory cinematic experience. Immersive. That means you're part of it synchronize motion seats, environmental effects such as water, wind, fog, scent, snow, and more to enhance the action on screen, to make it as real as possible. Can I suggest, as you create a brand new 2023, you want to have a 4D experience. You want a 4D experience. And let me suggest what those D's are. Desire. Drive direction, and destination. See, you got to get emotionally involved. In the study of emotional intelligence, we're told that anything important that happens to us arouses emotion. It should stir you up. And if it doesn't get you emotionally involved, see, it's the emotions, the passion, it's the heart that provides the fuel source. And here's the problem. Most people are just box checkers. Most people flatline. Remember, life's an undulating line. It has highs and lows, peaks and valleys. Their dreams and expectations, those high points. And then there's pain, abandonment, loss, abuse, those low points. But life is an undulating line. If you don't believe me, go to a quick care center, go to an emergency room, tell them you're having chest pains. They will quickly move you to the front of the line. They'll strap you onto an electrocardiogram machine. They'll put those little electrodes on you. And what you're going to see on that screen is the undulating line called life. The rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. It says you're alive. And that's the metaphorical, the analogous equivalent to life. That's how God made it. But here's what happened. People get disappointed. People get let down. People dream dreamed before without following through. People have been let down. They have expectations, just like you've had expectations at Christmas. You had expectation of gifts. You had expectations of relations. You had expectations, and you were let down. And it's disappointing. And some of you are struggling right now. The, the post-holiday gloom and blues. That's why I got this radio show. That's why an hour of power. Turn it on every day. Freedom1570.com. I don't care where you are. China, Russia, Uganda, uh, Pennsylvania, California. 11 to 12 p.m., 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, wherever you are, freedom1570.com. When we're done with this show, within 30 minutes, the Johns, the Johns will have this post on likeitmattersradio.com. Every day I send out scripture. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Right at the bottom right, you can see follow, hit that button. You can type in your email address. Every day when I post it, I post it every single day, seven days a week, seven three uh, uh, 365 days a year. I post it. I send it out to probably personally over 500, over 1,000 people get that. You got it there. You got radio. You got blog. Go wherever you listen to blogs and podcasts. I'm sorry. I have a biweekly podcast, Living Life Like It Matters. Just search Wherever you you know I uh, I podcast uh, Apple podcast wherever I'm on there. I want to help you with desire. You got to get your emotional uh, emotional involvement. You've got to engage the heart. And what happens? A lot of people are disappointed, so they stop dreaming. They don't have expectations anymore. And without expectations, you might not be disappointed. I'm gonna suggest without expectations, you're not living. God has expectations. Your spouse has expectations. Your kids have expectations. And if you don't have expectations, first of all, you're a liar. You do. You just don't believe in them anymore. But they're still there, and they still cause pain and disappointment. And at the least, they make you go numb. You're emotionally detached. It's called dissociated. And that's how you live your life. So you need desire, you need emotional involvement. Once you have that desire, it creates a drive. That's your second D, drive. Why do you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit it again? It takes a purpose. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day? you got to have a reason why. This is why having a mission statement. This is why having vision steps. This is why identifying who you are and why you're here is so important. This is, again, why this radio show is important. This is why having a connection to God's important. Because if you're not connected to God, the fuel source is gone. Proverbs twenty four sixteen says, A righteous person will stumble seven times but get back up. You need that intestinal fortitude. But without desire, without the emotional involvement, you can't have the drive. you got to be like at least the old ass. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again. Or at the least, shake it off and step up. At the least, shake it off and step up. And then that brings us to a direction. And that's what a compass is. That's what a mission statement is. A compass sends you in a direction. It's a zip code. Having a mission statement. Having a reason why. It's moving in the direction. Life is movement. Everything's moving around you. The planets are circling. Everything's moving. If you're standing still, you're going backwards. You've got to have a direction. You've got to be moving. When all else fails, do something. Every day, do something. Take a baby step that moves you closer to your mission, which brings us then to a destination. It must be descriptive. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Why? Because that's how you're made. You're a sensory-based organ. You're, you have a sensory-based brain. You have a sensory-based heart. You've got to make it real. You wouldn't give your life for a lie. If someone says they love you, but you don't believe they love you, you're going to treat them like you're not loved. So you got to make this destination descriptive, sensory-based. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Make it real. Make it delicious makes it intoxicating. I pray for you a Hopi, a Hopi New Year, one that is 4-D. You're under construction on Like It Matters Radio Network, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
0: Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through Friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs